0: Make him stay, Murph. Don't let me leave, Murph. No, don't let me leave, Murph! <laughs> no! 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 no.
1: believe in heaven or hell, but I do believe in angels. Angels come in the form of a hug, a smile, an unexpected visit, a surprise phone call, a text message. I don't know what was before or what is after, but I know so, I haven't uploaded an episode for a while. Um, I think I've said this before in past episodes. The holiday season is very, it's a very tough time for me. I tend to want to just skip the entire thing and not deal with it. Um, it starts before Thanksgiving, it starts after Halloween. That's why I don't like when people skip Halloween or or they skip Thanksgiving. I'm just trying to prolong that the holidays. I need that space between Halloween and Thanksgiving. I need that space. I can't. I I mean, I don't need people to understand and that's fine. People want to skip it. People want to do what they want and that's fine. I can't control what they do, but for me personally it's this anxiousness I don't know if we've ever gotten in a fight after school but there's this anxiousness after Halloween before Thanksgiving of, of of this fear that you're gonna fight somebody after school this this that you can't think straight you can't think of anything else all you can see is the clock and all you can feel is the ticking of time but I've never I've never liked the Halloween I mean, I love them. I love the holidays, but I just don't like them. I like I, getting around the people that you love. I like that part. I just don't like all the... I don't know, I guess pressure of it. I don't like gifts. I don't like giving gifts I just don't like that part of it I don't like the part of these are the expectations these are the things that you have to do the formalities the traditions the I just like the part where you get to share food with everybody else with the people that you love share laughter share memories and every year it just gets more difficult and more difficult this year it might have been the worst but at the same time <laughs> It might have been the greatest. <clears throat> Before Thanksgiving, I always dive into this deep depression. And I think I've probably already talked about this, or if I haven't, I'm sorry. But I dived into this deep depression where I. Like a clam, like a turtle, I pull back into my shell and just seal myself away from this world. Alone in the darkness, not knowing if it's day or night. Not knowing, not wanting to know what day it is. I don't drink anything. Well, if I do, it's not healthy at least. I don't eat anything. But this year, this year it was worse. It is just, this year it was the worst that it has ever been. Severely dehydrated. I, my, my, you know how after people come out of a coma, they need physical therapy because their muscles are just not used to gravity anymore. Whenever I would stand up, my thighs were weak. Whenever I would try to grab something, my finger strength was weak. My arm was weak. My body was shaking. And and the only thought that I had was just, just go back to sleep. Just, just go back to sleep. Go back to sleep. Don't just... And it's not, it's not something that I wanted to do like consciously, it's just this feeling of just sleep through the holidays, sleep through these next couple of months. Just hibernate, just forget everything, just don't live through it, just skip through everything. And like always, I would talk to Philip. And Philip was always there. Philip has always been there. But so has Sam. And they always tether me to reality, they always tether me to be okay or to fight to be okay or to fight to be something else. Or feel something else. That's why I feel angels exist—not physically, or not with wings, but in moments. You ever watch a like, obviously, you know, in 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 a movie or whatever, where. Somebody hits something or they hit the ball or something just taps. Let's say if you're playing pool, you hit the ball. and Then it hits whatever you're trying to hit. And it just needs that little gust to win, a tip over for you to win. That little moment. If you really think, like how many moments have happened through time where it's that one little moment that changes everything. And that's what, well, I guess this past holiday season has felt like. These little moments that have changed things. Whether the person or anything that has created the momentum for it to happen, even understand. In my sometimes drunken haze, in the darkness... I'd get a text message this blurry bright screen with it just says Philip sometimes I would ignore it because I just maybe I wouldn't be able to answer it but sometimes I just didn't feel like talking but at least I got a text message and I knew in my mind I have to answer. And it wasn't a bad thing that I have to answer him. It's just like... Right, just before anything, before the day ends, before whatever. Just reply. And sometimes I'll be like, hey, what are you doing, bitch? <laughs> but. Sometimes that's all you need. Sometimes... That's the that's the that's the hand that holds your shirt back and pulls you back in sometimes it's not a text message sometimes it's... I knock on the door and then you have a gift. We have a package. This this holiday season has been rough. It has been very tough. And Sam there is nothing I could ever do. Because she has no idea how much she has impacted my life. If anybody has seen Mary and Max, uh, you really should. It is a claymation film, not a movie. It is a film. And it really highlights... Well, there's a certain scene that really highlights what she means to me. You'll see it, you'll understand after you listen to this. I'm not good with gifts. I'm not good with receiving or giving. She's such a kind and giving person. I'm just laying in my bed, woke up, drank some water, I don't know, maybe it's mid-afternoon or I don't know, later in the day, I don't remember what time it was, but I've been in bed for a couple of days and I just want to go back to sleep and I receive a package. I just don't want to be awake. I'm just like, let's just sleep through this, daddy, and we'll make it on the other end. (laughs) Like some fucking tunnel. Life doesn't work that way, though. I hear a knocking on the door. I have a package. I don't order anything. This is a huge thing. And it's Legos. It's... Well, first off... I love Star Wars my favorite character is Boba Fett and she sent me this I don't know it's bigger than the basketball set of Legos well it's the the Star Wars Lego set to make Boba Fett's helmet when I say there are angels That's like... Now I'm gonna make another reference, which you guys won't even know about, but in My Hero, when the embers are fading away, this fanned the embers and reignited the fire inside them. It made me feel so much better. Then. I don't remember how much longer after that. It wasn't that long. I got a surprise visit from my nephew. And... I don't think luck exists. I think it's angels. He came over. And I felt ashamed because of just how not together I was and I feel ashamed because he looks up to me he likes me he loves me and says, he says, (sighs) he says I'm his favorite uncle. I don't deserve that. And I don't deserve that. (laughs) But he came over and... I tried to be as put-together as I could. I tried to be as put-together as I could be, but... It's crazy that he... My nephew gives me more than I give him. But. He came over. We hung out. And. Together we started working on the. The Boba Fett helmet. We got to a. Like a really good chunk of it. But there's a lot of pieces to it. (laughs) So whenever he comes over, we work on it. We haven't finished it yet, but it's like our little project is this little thing that we have together. It's like, so we'll work on it. We'll put the piece together. Be like, okay, this goes here. This goes that. And then Jeremiah will do something else and be like, no, Jeremiah. He's like, you're not paying attention. Like, ah, we're just, just talking, you know, we're just messing around. uh, like something that would take a person that's dedicated, like, you know, like maybe 30 minutes. For us, it takes us two hours because we're goofing around. We're just messing around and we keep getting things wrong. We keep looking at the instructions and we all we didn't do this thing. So now we got to take it apart and we just keep doing it over and over. But at the same time, he's telling me about his life and the things he's going through and stuff that's going on at his school and how he feels. But it's something that him and I have. I don't know. I think... It's just like... Because way, way, way back in the day when he was little. I think he was like four. Or three. So we used to live... I don't know. Somewhere in Madeira. But I didn't... My computer... I had a computer, but... It wasn't a computer, it was a laptop that the screen was messed up, so I had to plug a, a cable to connect to a TV to have that as my monitor as I used the laptop as a keyboard. Or, anyways, whatever Makeshift computer. But whenever he would show up, he knew that that was my thing. So if I was asleep, he would show up and slap everything around and mess it up, and so just so I could chase him. And I have videos of him running around me, chasing him. Maybe one day, I'll post them. I don't know, but that was our thing. But then I feel guilty. It's just like, because he makes me want to be better. Now he's getting so big. He's almost taller than me, and I'm sure he's going to be taller. How is he not going to be? And he's hilarious, and he's quick with the wit. Every time I hang out with him and work on the, the Legos, I'm always very thankful of Sam. Because she helped me connect with him more. She helped me to pull myself out of the darkness. And then Thanksgiving was was, was pretty tough. Because I'm in a space right now where I just don't want to... I have people that were my friends. That I don't know if they are still my friends. Because... They do invite me to places, but I just don't want to go because I'm just not ready. I'm not ready to come out of this shell. I still want to be clammed up. I still want to be deep in the sand. I'm just not ready. And I just hope that whenever I you come out that they are still my friends so Thanksgiving it really wasn't memorable my mom cooked and oh and that was memorable. It was delicious. Actually, you know what? Never mind. I remember we ate a lot. Family came over. I remember before that, a couple of days ago, or days before that. So from September till now and now being January first, twenty twenty two. I would get letters, packages, just things. And it just felt like, imagine that you're drifting away in the middle of the ocean. Waves crash. Waves of depression. And whenever you came up for air, it wasn't because you wanted to it was because you got something in the mail. And I always felt, honestly, I always felt guilty because I would never return the favor. I would never send something out. And it's just, I'm not good with that stuff. I don't know if you guys haven't listened to any of the other pod- uh, other podcast episodes, and maybe I haven't mentioned it in one of them, or any of them, I don't like receiving gifts because when my family was dirt, dirt poor we had a Charlie Brown Christmas tree was basically a branch we all fucking laid under one blanket and then another Christmas our gifts what we got were crayons and another Christmas we got a wallet one Christmas I got a globe And it's not that I didn't like my gifts, it's just that I knew that we couldn't afford even crayons. So I didn't want crayons. It's just like I'd rather have nothing. another reason why I don't like to give gifts is because one time... And I don't blame my mom, but one time I bought her, like, I had money. And... I bought her this little I think it was like a dollar, two dollar piece of jewelry and I gave it to her she just looked at it and laughed she's like it's not even gold or anything and I, I can't remember if she was joking or not but after she said that everything else was muffled so I just don't Want to deal with any of that So I've never been good with gifts So before Thanksgiving Thanksgivings? Thanksgiving? I had gotten a package from Sam And it was a And she just pays attention to everything that I say and it's hard to My favorite candy I don't like candy, I don't like sweets but there's only one that I really like and that's that apple caramel pops She sent me a bag of those pops Later on she sent me the little small ones the little they're not pops they're like uh, i don't know just just little i don't know what it's called bite size not bite size but like starburst wrapped what it doesn't like it's just little chewables i guess i don't know what it's called hard candy But she remembers what i say she act- actively tries to understand me and she actively and every time I feel guilty because I don't send anything but before Thanksgiving she sent me the loteria you know Mexican ass loteria but the, the millennial version and like she wasn't even just thinking about me she was thinking about like my family. It's been a long time since someone has done that. Been that selfless. But, dude, <laughs> what I'm telling you on that, was it? I think, yeah, it was Thanksgiving. We played that. Oh my god. Oh, it got competitive. It's funny because, you know, you play Loteria or you play, I guess, you know, if you don't know what Loteria is, uh, I guess it's like Mexican bingo. So just like in bingo, when you end, you have to say bingo. If you don't say bingo, you say I won. They just keep going. So you have to say bingo. So we got like competitive, competitive. And we don't play for money. We don't play for whatever. We just play for bragging rights and to talk shit. <laughs> That's basically what me and my brothers are, my nieces and nephew. Like we just here, like money. Get out of here, nah. We just here to talk shit. So whenever somebody would win, we just talk shit. Like, oh, oh, you thought you were good? Huh? Go sit over there on the losers side. <laughs> but it's just. I think dude, that's just my family's my my whole family's just we just if you sit at the table, you're gonna get roasted. If you can't roast back, you'll get roasted even more. And it's funny because even kids are roasting you. So we're playing and and, and in between I had bought some games too, but we're playing Loteria. So we're, we're playing Loteria. And we're playing the American version. The Millennial version. So we're switching back and forth. And I like calling the cards. Because. You know. If, if you're Mexican. You grew up with it. If you're born here. You're still learning it. So. It's not fair to. If you're calling the Mexican one. They get home advantage. So what I'll do is. I'll call some cards. And then I'll wait wait and wait and I'll just milk the anticipation and then bam, 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 bam throw you a couple of cards and then do it again, do it again it's like fishing you give them a line and then yank, yank, yank but when it comes to playing the American version everybody's on the same level but the thing is the one rule thing, the one rule is that you have to say Loteria if you win or if you got your whole board covered up if you don't, I keep going, and it's funny because everybody got that except Jeremiah. <laughs> and then Jeremiah won one time, but he got so excited he couldn't say what it was. He just kept. He tried to spit every single word <laughs> at the same time, and I play fair. <laughs> I don't care who you are. I play fair. So somebody else, what it was? I mean, nobody cares. There's no money involved. There's no nothing. It's just, it's just funny. We played that. We played gold. Uh, we played Goldfish We played Uno, Jenga. But every time, I think, to, like, how does she know? Like, how does she know? Or is this just me? Like. And it's it, like sometimes it sucks because she doesn't get to see or feel the memories that she gave us and and then I, I don't know maybe this this whole entire episode feels like it's just you know what Fuck you it feels what it feels but thanksgiving was fun later on we got this fire pit we hang around and we just talk about things actually got a uh, some well i mean i haven't worked it out yet i haven't gone on stage but i've gotten some really good material for me to do start doing the stand-up stuff i've been waiting for the holidays to be over and all that stuff just so i can get on stage and either get booed at <laughs> or maybe get a chuckle or two but philip and her have kept me afloat and sometime between Thanksgiving and Christmas for some reason everything just became clear everything just came to and I understood what I needed to do as far as the comedy my career, promotion, all that stuff it just came to and I understood what I needed to do and now I'm Well, i was waiting for the holidays to be over just so i can fulfill that just so i could start building towards that this is one thing that has been bothering me though i have friends relatives and just whatever on my instagram facebook whatever snapchat and they all they, 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 they portray this image of I'm so successful. Look what I got. Look what I'm doing. I'm making so much money. I'm like, are you? though? And I've said this way before. Like maybe in one of the episodes from like two years ago, which I've shelved that occasionally I'll throw out, but it's just like, yeah, your success is whatever. I can't connect with you with your success. Show me your failures. And I see these people and they never show any failure and I'm like okay well that's how I know you're fake you're not willing to show everything then I know who you are you're a liar there's been so many levels to me that there's so many relationships that have ended so many things that have stopped that I've sacrificed because I couldn't figure out this problem. And I figured out this problem in several steps. And this past holiday, another step has been solved. I've gained a studio. I've understood the plan. I've reached out to people. I've got so many segments figured out already. I've already worked on a couple of logos and layouts and things but I fear that because I've been saying things and I've been promising things so far that my promise means nothing and whether I want to accept or not that's okay because I'm still gonna keep doing what I'm doing, and once I achieve a certain thing, I will go back and ask them again. And it's not for my benefit, because I don't want to be famous. I don't want to be rich. I just want to make my ideas and dreams come true. I'm like, uh... What's, what's the, the the man goat from uh, Hercules? Philatetes or whatever his name is? I just want to make stars. <laughs> what do you say? So look up there. That's Phil's boy. Not even that. I just want to be able to create things. And sometimes I get questioned, like, oh, well, you know, I'm gonna do this YouTube thing. Then and then what, and then what, like, don't even worry about, it. like, what you're thinking, I'm already like, 10, 20 steps ahead of that. It's not about me, it's about creating everything that I've ever thought of. That goes from a jacket to a beer glass, to a castle, to a river, to a but one of my first goals is to create a comedy club I'm not going to say more than that And then that's just the first page of the first chapter of the first book in the first series. Sometimes I get depressed because I know that all my dreams are not gonna come true or all my ideas are not gonna come. But at least I'm trying. So after Thanksgiving, that's when you can officially start celebrating Christmas. Or anticipating Christmas and putting up all your fucking decorations. I hate that the stores put shit up in October. Ah, hate that shit. So after Thanksgiving, there's a huge gap. And there's a huge weight and I always hate Christmas Day right that's when you get your gifts I don't want anything I don't want to get anything I don't want to I don't even want to be around the tree I don't want to be out around anything I just don't want to be a couple of years ago whenever it was Christmas Day I would just get in my car and just drive around town and be like, no no, I gotta go somewhere. No, I gotta go. Okay, yeah, just leave them there. Get them. I, I just wanna go. I don't want to open up a gift and be and try to pretend like I love it and, and, and have somebody else's anticipation. I don't wanna ruin their anticipation, I don't wanna let them down. So I get in my car and I just leave. But this year it was different. For a couple of reasons. Between Thanksgiving, 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 I don't even know how to pronounce that. I think I'm saying it right. Sam has given me so many gifts and letters and stuff. I finally was able to muster up the courage and create something. Which, in my mind, I was just like, you know, she's not going to like it, she's going to hate it, it's going to be dumb, it's going to be whatever. But, I just felt, like, I just, I mean, not, I did feel guilty, but I did still want to give something. But it, it wasn't something, maybe, that she wanted. But what I gave maybe it was more important I gave her a piece of who I am I'm not going to say what it is it's like I said before it's the little things and her and I love Star Wars her and I love the same things, and she sends me stuff. And I was her that I feel bad. And my desk, my room, are decorated with the things that she gives me. Not only the games, not only the Star Wars or the Venom Pez Dispenser. The little charted brown tree. Pieces of an angel scattered to where I can see. ...that help me fight through what I'm going through. She even got me a Mary and Max little dolls, which I don't think anybody makes. I don't think anybody even knows what that is, but if you don't know, Mary and Max. Google it, find it somewhere, watch it. And she sends me stuff where I I don't want to open because I don't just don't want to... I don't ever want it to go bad. She helped me between Thanksgiving and Christmas. I mean, it's not limited to that, but she helped me through that. She helped me not be as in the dark. I can't be in the dark. After that, how can you be in the dark after your place is lit up with gifts? Lit up with these pieces of somebody's care. How? Helped a lot, helped a lot, helped a lot, helped a lot, helped a lot through what I was going through. So, the people that know me personally know where I work at. If you don't, uh, well, you're going to know now. I was working at this eBay company, one of the top eBay companies in the world, as their uh, media tech uh tech engineer and blah 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 the title goes on but the problem is well I guess in society or this world is that if you work too fast and you're too efficient they don't deserve or they don't think you deserve the pay well I mean you finished this within an hour or so I shouldn't pay you what you deserve I should just pay you an hour of rate I mean, that doesn't make sense. Without me, your business wouldn't have tripled, quadrupled, but you deserve it, Outrage. Nah, all right then, I'll quit. Then they beg you to stay. All right, I want double pay. And that goes on for a while. And it's just like, why am I doing it for this person? I should be putting this much effort for myself. It's just it doesn't pay if I do it for myself. So I have to make sacrifices. So now. The work that I was doing for this eBay company, I got too ahead of them. And now they have to catch up. So now. They don't want me back there until they catch up. I'm like, all right, well, are you guys going to pay me for that time off? Because either way, um, you're still working on the work that I did. I mean, it's just because you guys are slow doesn't mean that I don't deserve that money for the work that I did that you guys need to catch up on. So things change. So now I got to figure other things out. Uh, a couple of things happened. I had to deal with uh, my Cutlass. Uh, my 70-inch TV fucked up. Which is not even a year. not It's not even two years old and it's fucked up, so I don't know what's happening with all that. So. It's been a very... I don't know. It's just rough. the things that i've gotten the things that i can see are helping and then my brother was coming from colorado so i was excited for that but at the same time worried about my situation so it made me angry that these people took that from me like dude I have to think about what I'm working with, I have to think about the future, I have to think about all these things during the holiday season. How am I supposed to be okay? I can't be in the moment if I'm thinking about all these problems on the side. My brother got in, I think. Is it Sunday morning? No, Saturday morning. In California. Soon as he came into town, we hung out. I forgot about everything. Monday, we went to Universal Studios. Oh, FY, if you're gonna go to any amusement park, leave at 4 or just be there before the park opens and just wait there that's gonna be the longest wait you're gonna have and then you get to ride every fucking thing cause we got there like around 11 or 10 try to get on Jurassic Park ride first well I mean first we ate at the the uh, the Krusty oh, what the fuck is it called no oh, I forgot what the fuck it's called Crusty the Clown's Burger Place. So I don't. You guys are probably fucking shaking. The what is it called? Crusty Burger. There we go. I got it. Don't even worry about it. Um, we ate at the Crusty Burger first, and then after that we went to the Jurassic Park ride. Waited almost three, three and a half hours to get on the ride. If it was a five-minute wait, worth it. The wait that we waited not worth it. Drained the fuck out of us. After that, we went on all the other rides. Um, the rides were not what I loved about Universals. It was the time that we all spent together. There are certain little moments like if you think of your day right only reason I'm gonna say it like this is because I was at the Simpsons place or whatever but if you think of your day think of your day at Universal's right right off the bat it's gonna be a great day that's the donut and then oh man I get to spend it with the people that I love that's the frosting and then the highlights Those are the sprinkles. The sprinkles. My niece with her little Jurassic Park sweater. Jeremiah showing me his uh, wand. Oh man, that's a sick ass Harry Potter wand. Making fun of my other niece because of her boyfriend. Or not her boyfriend. I don't know. Some guy she likes. And then my other niece just... Hugging her, my brothers, my mom, those are the sprinkles. I'm not going to remember the donut. I'll remember some of the frosting. But it's the sprinkles. And then after Universal's, we, I mean, because we did a half day, We did a, you know, you go to the park, blah, blah, blah. And then, oh, COVID, some other shit happened, whatever. Uh, I don't even want to talk about that that shit was stupid so we went to the park early because it was like a, there was the Grinch thing but that doesn't happen till later so we went to the park early did everything that we were going to do and then after that because we got a hotel right next to the park no, I mean there's two hotels right next to the park half of us went to one the other half went to the other one and they have this shuttle that uh, picks you up Whether you're at the hotel, the other hotel, or the park. So it just keeps going in circles. You just jump on and it just keeps going back and forth. Moving back to the hotel. Uh, We rested for a bit. Uh, Another FYI. Don't wear vans. Wear some sort of thick, foamy shoes. Like one of them jeezys. Or whatever the fuck he wears. Or some foamy shit. Got back to the hotel. Changed. Took a shower. I, I don't know. I just... I always wanna take a shower. After everything, I always feel like I'm I don't know, dirty or something. Thank you, white people, for making me feel dirty. <laughs> I'm just talking shit. But no, I, I I took a shower, got ready again. And there's this one thing like after after I took a shower because we were gonna take uh, we got to the hotel like at three. That's because that's check in time. I went upstairs, We took I, I took a shower, got ready, and then we were all supposed to meet down at the lobby at 7 or 6 or something. Got down, to, I was all fresh, whatever. Got to the lobby and everybody was at the bar, and the bar was gorgeous. And it just felt amazing to be able to sit at a bar with your entire family, drinking fancy drinks and just talking and just I mean, if that would have been the end of the day and everyone just goes to sleep, perfect. Perfect. Not a better day. But then it got even better than that, what I thought. Left the bar, got to meet at the shuttle, saw my niece. Okay, you remember in The Simpsons? I don't know if you've seen this, but I um, but whatever the fuck. But in The Simpsons, when Maggie is wearing that starfish onesie, that's what my niece looked like. Waddling towards us. We're like. Level of cuteness. Infinity. But. We got to go back to the park. Because you can come in and out. You know. You got to get stamped or whatever, whatever. Went back to the park. Rode some rides. Got to watch the Grinch stuff. But the one thing that I really really loved. Was that. So, my nieces and nephew have never been to Universal. And then they've never got to do the whole Harry Potter thing. So, before this all thing or whatever, I had tried to get my nephew to watch all the Harry Potters to get him ready for Universal. But because we couldn't see each other all the time, we'll watch a couple episodes or whatever. So, he kind of had an idea of, of all that stuff. And... Uh, One of my nieces, she had a wand, so she would walk around and wave her wand at Universal's and make stuff move. And there was a door that shook and there was a light under it. But the one thing that I loved and I was anxious for them to see was the light show on the castle. And, I mean, they were very, very strict on who could stay, who could go, like, get out of the way. And, And my families are savages. Like, if somebody got in the front whatever and they waited in line and then they would you know lift the rope up so we could all sneak in and there was like I think it was like 12 of us so we could all sneak in people would get all mad but I was like eh whatever what are you gonna do but i was excited for them to see the light show it sucks that you know like usually in universals they make it rain snow for some reason they didn't make it this time I'm glad that they got to see all that. Anyways, the next day, we got up early. We ate breakfast at the hotel. We went to a place called... um What was it called? Grand Central Market? First, we went to the Griffith Observatory, which was fun. Took some pictures. Got to see L.A. from up top and when when you're up there I still got to look this up but there's this one street there's this one street that just goes down the middle and just goes on forever I'm pretty sure there's a name for it but I'll probably post a picture about it tomorrow and then and then, and then I remember sitting on the steps and just Watching because because I got there before them or I walked up first before them And then I sat down on the steps looking at them as they were walking up and you know How there's this big old grass area and they were taking pictures and stuff and I'm just looking at them And they reminded of the pictures So during the divorce during the move, I don't know if I've talked about it if not, please Message me and let me know, and I'll explain. But there are pictures of me getting baptized in front of the Catholic Church of Madeira at the the is it Lions Park, right? But it reminded me of that. People taking pictures of their loved ones among this creamy background. So I just sat there and I watched them. Part of my entire world. Is in one place at one time. And this is a piece of time. That I will cherish. For the rest of my life. I was like. If I was a ghost. If I wasn't here. This is what I would be doing. Sitting here. Just watching them. Looking at them. How happy they were. How. This little cluster of love. And it made me so happy. And I was like. You know what? This new year. I'm not going to be. What I've been. Gonna be better. But I hate the whole saying like, New Year, new me. Nah. Better year. Same me. It's perfect right now. At the Griffith Observatory, there are these flowers called Birds of Paradise. There was this... One of my exes. The one that I... was ready to be a stepfather for. That was her favorite flower. It's crazy how certain objects can just dim what you feel I could look at all of LA but I was focused on this one flower and I had to just keep reminding myself that's over cut cut those ties that's over cut those ties Accept the flower for what the flower is I don't know if I did or not I won't know until I see it again so many things carry so much weight, colors hold memories, sounds hold memories, smells hold memories, a sunrise or a sunset, a breeze, you stand and look upon the horizon, look at all the houses, the streets, the cars, how can you not help but wonder what those little bubbles hold? The pain, the happiness, struggle. I don't know if they have it now, but I don't know. Back in the day, they used to have these like uh, illusion books where you look at these crazy patterns and you have to like concentrate or cross your eyes in order to make something visible. But once you start down that path, and you're just looking at this book and just concentrating, concentrating. That's what looking at a vast opening, what looking at so much detail feels like. So every time I look at it, I always try to find meaning in it. And I always get stuck. I try to soak up as much as I can of everything that I see. And I always receive this influx of emotions. It always gets overwhelming but that was awesome though after that we took off we went to the was it grand grand central market down in uh, in downtown l.a and i'll post a picture about that tomorrow as well i think yeah i should um that was cool to be able to be in a place that packed and that there's so much variety, but like if you ever go there, there's a place in the middle that sells tacos. Don't buy that shit, that shit was gross. Um, I don't know about everything else, but yeah, that was just gross. It was just <sighs> mediocre tacos at best. But if you ever watch 500 Days of Summer, that um, you sit. Okay, so depends on where you come from, whatever, what side you enter. There is a place where there are neon lights. If you're by the place where there are neon lights and you look around, you'll see a trolley that goes up the hill. So if you go up the hill to the left, that's where that bench is at if you've seen 500 days of summer. I didn't get to go. I I wished hard that I would have gone. Doesn't mean it's going to leave. but. My brother and my nephew went, and I was so jealous. Like, why didn't you guys tell me? He's like, I don't know. We're like, Oh my god, dude, I hella wanted to go. But that's another one of the greatest films that I've seen. So, right off the bat, you have homework. You have, what was it? Marion Max and 500 Days of Summer. Watch those. Man, you're welcome. So, we did all that. It was good. It was cool. Left LA. And back to Madeira. Took forever. After we came back we played um like the family came over and we played and we ate and all that stuff. My mom made bosole. We hung out. We played Jenga. We played Loteria. We played fish. Not fish. Go Fish. We played Uno. And it's just like you don't need a TV. You don't need anything. You just need games and food. That's all you need. We played Jenga. So we, the way we do it is a tournament. It, like we just play, and then whoever drops it loses, and you're out. So everybody else plays again. Whoever drops it, and you're out, and you just keep going and keep going until one wins, and that becomes the champion. And like always, oh, because I had bought a cornhole game, like I don't know, in the summer. I think it was the summer, and my mom won. And I don't know, for some reason, she doesn't play any games, but she always wins. Anyway, she won this time and she became a champion. So we made this fake belt <laughs> that she had to carry. It's like, so now it's like, who has the belt now? Oh, my brother Kevin has the belt. So I think, I hope that becomes a tradition so we we'll always play Jenga. We actually buy a belt and we keep that going because it gets tense I'm like, oh, and for New Year's, we all hung out, uh, played Loteria and pop balloons and stuff. I was sober the whole time. But I just I was at a point where everything was coming back as far as like problems and stuff, so I was trying hard to be there, but like seventy percent of me wasn't there or was there the other person wasn't there today's the first it was a nice break thank you to Philip thank you to Sam but now it's time to dive back into reality and I feel better I'm not in the dark anymore I know what I got to do and I'm excited I got shows, and segments, and recording, and I got a studio I can record out of. I got podcasts, and events, and all these things that I know that I'm going to do. I got a team that's going to help me. I'm very excited. So many things. So the littlest things can change your course like a pebble in the way of a marble. Like a hey, I love you. Before you step out the door. Like a uh, I can't see you anymore. Control is an illusion. And it's one of the hardest lessons. One of the lessons I keep fighting. Control is an illusion. I have become a more understanding person, a more forgiving person, because I've grown to see discomfort as an angel. When I got the knock on the door to get a gift, I didn't want to get up. When my nephew visited, I didn't want to get up. When something happened that I didn't want, someone can cut you off and you can get mad. How do you know that's not for your benefit? How do you know that's something falling before you step out the door and you turn around to go pick it up? How do you know that's not an angel? I don't believe in heaven or hell. But I do believe in angels, and to them, thank you. My name is Seven, and this has been Memoirs of a Sage.
0: Si un dia me faltas, no seré nada. donde me ahogo una palabra no dice nada y al mismo tiempo lo esconde todo igual que el viento que esconde el agua como las flores que esconde el lodo una mirada no dice nada y al mismo tiempo lo dice todo como la lluvia sobre tu cara o el viejo mapa de algún tesoro como la lluvia sobre tu cara o el viejo mapa de algún tesoro